Georgia by Central Sea is a cultural masterpiece. I'd kind of be homophobic. This, this, uh, I, just, I can't really say that. Hello, how you doing, ladies and gentlemen? Mad Sounds Podcast, a bit rusty, like the title of the creator song. Back at you again, coming at you from the Paisley studio. But, uh, should we turn into that, oh, I can't, that fucking junkie, but the fire in the booth guy? Charlie Slaw. Should we start being him? Fire the booth! And then just set a bunch of like a million sound effects. <laughs> yeah, and then I'll start rapping about that's, M&M's. That's fire in the booth, my guy. Hey. That's fire in the booth. Woo! Speaking of booth, welcome back to the Mad Sounds podcast. Uh, we're back after a, a, a young bit of a hiatus. Unintentional, yeah. may I add. We're busy men. We've got things to do. Universities to attend. Universities back on. Um, yeah, how, how's that been treating you, mate? Uh, it's a bit dull. Yeah? Yeah. Honestly, all I've done is work and go... Like, I've not even had time to drink. It's quite sad. Aww. It does seem to take away from it a bit, doesn't it? It's when you're not consuming alcohol frequently. It's like half of the university yeah, lifestyle. Yeah, I know. That's why... Uh, we're not talking about all that shit on here, but it's sad. I do miss mm. it. We met some interesting blokes. We, uh, we, we met a legend yesterday. We this met is the Northern not, Soul. This isn't podcast discussion, but we met the Northern Soul yesterday. The Northern Soul. Oh, what a guy. What, what a, a guy. He was around there. He's, he's an old he's man. He's been he was, there. He's yeah, been he was, there. Watch me start listening to this biggest fan of the Mad Sounds podcast. <laughs> he is one of he is one of the many viewers out there. Yeah, the many viewers, man. Yeah. Um, speaking of the many, we've got an artist with a many hit today. Many an album. Well, in fact, we've got a new little, a new almost a new concept for a project. Have you just noticed your table says Willie? Um, we've got a new <laughs> project, a kind of concept for the the show. Yeah. Well, instead of doing an album, or instead of doing a, you're gonna have to help me because I have a mind bracket. Mind. Bracket. Instead of doing stories, we're doing an artist. We're just going to talk about him, talk about all his projects a little bit, songs we love, how we got into him, some any associated yeah. tales uh, about him, if we can remember anything. Some of the v- adventures we've gone on with this artist. Yeah, so today we're doing Nav. Yeah, we're doing the greatest Canadian artist yeah, of all time, um, Nav. If you don't know Nav, uh, not He's, to be confusing Nav, or Drake, Yeah. Uh, as he is Drake, Um. He is Post very Nav when when he's bowling when they least expect Yeah, exactly. It. Nav is an excellent artist. He's got great vocals, great he's lyrics. Yeah, he picks some of the greatest beats. He Man produces can produce as well. Yeah, he produces some of the greatest. Uh, beats. He's also a very well known jazz trained pianist. Mm-hmm. Uh, he won the Nobel Peace Prize in he 2017. He did. He did. He also, um, uh, if this is really well known, he was almost the the elected leader of Russia at one point. Yeah. Um. Oh, he's been he's been about. He's done a lot of things. He was the voice actor for every single character in Grand Theft Auto Four. He was. Thank you for listening to the Mad Sons podcast. We'll be back in four months. <laughs> uh, uh, we're not doing now. No, However, no. we are doing a Canadian. Yeah. I don't think he's from that. the six. He, he, is, he is signed to. He signed Nav to he his did. label. XO. XO. We're doing the weekend. Yeah. Uh, not to be confused with Saturday, Sunday, and occasionally Friday, depending on how you work it. And on so, a bank holiday on Monday. Yeah, exactly. Shout out bank holiday on Monday. Oh, maybe not, maybe not, maybe not. We just had one. Yeah. Uh, man don't care. Um, yeah. yeah. We're doing the weekend. Able. We spoke about him before, and I believe I said he is a blessing to popular music. He is. He is. We, today we're going to get into the nitty gritty of that man. We're going to talk about some of his old songs that have lyrics that you wouldn't want your grandma to listen to. 
mm-hmm. uh, especially some of his, songs of Trilogy. And, and some of his new songs that have lyrics that you don't want your grandma to listen yeah. to. Yeah, and some of his new songs that are so... They, they cross the line between accessible and amazing so well that, like, your mum likes it. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone likes it. Everyone likes it. Everyone likes him. Yeah, he's good, man. I, fe- I feel like it's really hard to pick out pick out like someone that doesn't like a single song by him yeah and also uh, I don't know if this is still the case but a few years ago he was actually the top streamed oh. artist in sex playlist oh he's also pretty much for the last like two years three years been the biggest artist in the world one off yeah yeah but he's pretty much off. always been it hasn't he it's yeah. like flicks between like him and like stream wise maybe like Justin Bieber every now and Drake. then but... Drake was up there especially in like 2018 yeah that's fucking Drake yeah. Drake just stands there now Drake's with his little clear. heart. Dua Lipa was there at one point. I Not think. anymore. Ed Sheeran was there at one point. Ed Sheeran still is. You'd be surprised Ariana how many Grande. strings Ed Sheeran gets. I think it tends to be between, at the minute, it's Bieber, Weekend, Ed Sheeran. Beebs. Don't know how Ed Sheeran. Jay Beebs. Jay Beebs, shout out. Uh, I don't know how Ed Sheeran's there. Uh, yeah, I mean... Yeah, but you kind of forget about him. In other news, true. by the way, this is uh, we're going to do a little ramble because you've not been here for a few weeks. Uh... What we've been up to is we've been going to a studio and making music with, you guessed it, instruments. You went a bit Mr. Tumble. That's what I was really trying. Hello, Hello, Mr. Tumble. I'm Uh, playing the guitar. Literally me. (laughs) (laughs) It was quite funny because I have no concept of music theory, right? So as we were playing, I I wrote this riff that sounded pretty sick. And the lad we were with, oh, like, I've played in a lot, me, I think me and Owen have played in a lot more bands than like the other people we were with, so like timing wise I was pretty sound, but I was writing this riff and I was improvising all of it, and my, my friend was trying to ask the chords, what key so are he we could, in? and I was just stood there like, it sounds cool doesn't it, what key is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's one of them. Was it was an F, F major I think. It was an F major? I think so, it was an F one, it won't be an F minor will it? Could be an F minor. Uh, well, speaking of F minors, now. Um, no, we can't make that joke. Never happened, never happened. We move on. <laughs> that was terrible. We might have to. Uh, we'll put a sensor noise over it. Please do. Um, that was very, very bad. Yes. Yeah. We're not even doing that. Where is Weekend from? Is it Toronto? I think he's from Toronto. Is he from the Six? I think he might be from he's the from Six. He's from the Six. I'm going to Google this. I hope um, he's from the Six. Should we bring up, while we're talking about the Six, should we bring up a phenomenon we discovered recently about Drake? Which is... All of his songs sound like they were recorded for Broadway. Yeah. Shout out to... Uh, Jaded Forum. Is that what it, yeah, that it's called? Forum. Shout out them. Uh, they also did a really good impression. Uh, All I care about is money. money. In this city that I'm from. <laughs> it just sounds like... You could imagine... Dr- Drake as a character in a pantomime. Doing all the little goofy like uh, his little things, yeah. Yeah. Drake, uh, not Drake, uh, he is from Toronto, Canada. Is a- he actually? Yeah. Abel McConan Tesfaye. Yeah, Abel Tesfaye. Should we rec- exclusively call him Abel now? Yeah. So, we're going to, we've done a lot of, we, we kind of managed to ramble while not saying anything. So we're going to get into the meat and potatoes of the podcast, Mm -hmm. and we're going to talk about Abel. So, are you, well, I assume we're both very big fans of The weekends, but, like, who isn't? But, like, 
We both like the early shit. We like the middle shit. We like the late shit. He's he's uh, he's got a very consistent discography. He has, and I think we both have some pretty strong. We also have slightly conflicting opinions at certain points. Yeah, which that makes it better. Yeah, because uh, I suppose we'll see. We'll see. What's so, the bait if everyone just agrees with each other? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so we've got we've got some. In- oh, actually, do you know what? What was our sorry before we get into this? What was our last episode? Was it the hundred uh, top Spotify? It was the Spotify one. Now, yeah. I've got to out you. Yeah. Because you did a little you fib. You don't need to. You don't need to out me on this. You did a little fib. You don't need to. Out you me did on do this. a little fib, didn't you? I might have. About your first and second artist. Yeah. Them being Pierre Bond and Pop Smoke. Pierre's number one in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll leave it at that. Yeah. You can you can infer that. If you're not listening to that, go back and listen now. Good episode. Uh, it was probably it was a banging episode. So Abel Tesfaye, singer, came about very mysterious. These fucking eerie little album, well mixtape covers, yeah. which are cool as fuck. They're like they are very cool. Yeah. I don't know how you'd describe them, but they they're really cool. Yeah. And with this weird like they're like sort of they kind of reminds me of like old sort of like newspaper yeah yeah, yeah yeah like polaroid like, style exactly like they oh, ignore the trilogy but you go so his first three we'll, we'll, we'll get into it but so he came out with this i believe the story like, i think we've both know this to some extent was it not that he got to like 16 and just moved maybe was it i think it was he got to however old and just left yeah right and he ended up obviously the subject matter of his first well all of it really but especially his first three are very much parties and stuff and sex and drugs and all that shit. yeah so he went out and he he ended up meeting this producer don't know his name he might uh elangelo yeah and basically this guy makes like it was like this elangelo, dark yeah elangelo's really yeah. really good and basically they sat there and made this really dark atmospheric yeah. intense moody, R&B yeah, yeah it's, it's moodier than me when you spill my cup do you know what I mean it's yeah. grim but it's amazing Very and he good. manages to he he has his his voice even then is like very fucking nice. It's good, but you can still hear the sort of like roughness in it. Yeah, exactly. Which I think gives it a charm. It gives it a charm, yeah. Because it gives it a different quality. Especially when you get to like so his newest album, Dawn FM, we'll talk about it properly later, but his voice in that is very perfect. Like almost no perfect. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh so yeah, it is really nice going back and hearing this like old version. So we're gonna get into his project now. I thought we are going to go through all of them, but Mm -hmm. I would like to, as a precursor, say you know a few songs by him. Obviously, everyone knows The Hills, Starboy, Can't Feel My Face. There's one about lights. Uh, No, no, you're thinking of the streets. Yeah, (laughs) so I thought we'd we'd go in to this with by like suggesting a project to get into him with. Yeah, because. I think that he has accessible project and less accessible project mm-hmm. and there is one very obvious one that is like the one you should get into with realistically yeah uh, after hours because yeah. it's the obvious one it's got a lot of synth stuff it's, it's you got, think you think after hours is the obvious one I would one? say so yeah what would you say I was going to say Beauty Behind the Madness or Starboy no nah. you know what Starboy is a weird one because again we'll get into this more in depth but unpopular album by mm. a lot of metrics yeah but i i, I love starboy it's yeah starboy's great for me. starboy's great but it i feel like starboy's a weird one because it's 
I feel like with After Hours, you get a bit of every version of him. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I can see that. Do you know what yeah. I mean? You, you, well, you, get, you least, get the rapping tracks yeah. as well. You get a lot more of every aspect of the weekend and after hours than you do any other project because, like, his early stuff is very much his early stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? You kind of get the a it's, bit of everything. Yeah, yeah, which is cool. So. Uh, when when the weekend came about, everyone thought he was a band. Yeah, everyone thought. Well, it's a bit like there was not a lot of information out about him, and you see. An Wasn't art, it just on YouTube? Like, yeah, these songs and you yeah. and probably like MySpace and DatPiff and mm. places like that. Uh, and then you see a group, uh, an artist named by The Weekend without the E. Second yeah. E. It has obviously it has the other E's. Yeah, you see the. <laughs> you, you usually see the, and you're thinking, oh, that's a band. Yeah, exactly. Like, you but don't get the entry. Yeah, it wasn't you know very, I mean? like, band music. Nah. There was actually people that... There was, like, debate, I've heard, that obviously you weren't really kicking about. But, yeah. Uh, support everyone. Some people used to think it was just some white dude, mm. which is really funny if you listen to the songs, because yeah. he... he would, you can't get away with saying that. Do you know what I mean? No. Um, but, so, his first project is my favourite. House of Balloons. House of Balloons, mate. Part one of Trilogy. Ooh, trilogy. An umphy little trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good album. Very trilogy good, is yeah. an album. These are mixtapes. Fuck all the pedantic shit, though. We'll just say record. Yeah. Uh, I love House of Balloons. It's my favourite. It's dark. Mm-hmm. It, it's danky. After, when going back, uh, House of Balloons was the only part of Trilogy that I fully done a re-listen to. Really? Yeah. I... I didn't get around to doing Thursday again. Yeah, yeah. I really but, want to do Thursday again. Yeah. But I do have a very much a bigger sort of liking for House of Balloons on re listen. House of Balloons is so, it's so good. good. Uh, it's the, it's like, intense. Like the second half, uh, Glass Table Girls. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, so good. Also, do you know, uh, this is a happy house. That's a Susie and the Banshees interpolation, is which is cool as fuck, isn't oh, that's it? That's hard. That's like that's th- hard. Th- th- there's something about when artists that make stuff very modern music that will sam- that will reference or interpolate no, something parts really obscure. Like, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll find it. Uh, but how cool is that? Oh, that 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 is cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know Frank Ocean on Blonde sampled Elliot Smith, I'm pretty sure, which is... That's cool, isn't it? Can we get away with playing it? Yeah. Okay. That's really sick, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, so there's the Susie and the Banshees interpolation. You've got... Oh, you've got High for This, one of my favourite songs love in music. general. Oh, love, love music's and great. Also, this album tends to, uh, compared to some of the other stuff in Trilogy doesn't have as horrible lyrics mm. i don't know which song it is uh I, I can't remember what album it's on it's one of his early songs where it's basically the lyrics are oh i've invited you to this party so you can get fucked by all these people if not leave that's yeah, horrible it's but, really bad but the thing is because of how he was living and shit it's kind of in with the subject matter do you know mm-hmm. what i mean like one thing that he does very well is he portrays the life that he was living without much exaggeration like I think a lot of music around that time was very sort of party over the topic. Oh, definitely. Because well. that the, was around the time of people like ASAP Rocky as well. Yeah. The whole ASAP. Uh, but one. the thing is, a lot of music at this time, obviously a lot more rap than this is just R and B. But yeah. he, what he does here is 
he doesn't talk about all this drugs and sex and say that he wants, he loves it and it's amazing. No. That's one of the things that kind of early on, I think, if you look, listen to other music that came out at the same time, sets this apart is because he will, he kind of says about how much he loves it, but there's this fact that one of his songs is saying you need to be high for this. Yeah. Is like, he's not making it sound good, is he? No. It, like, it's not it's not trying to make it glamorous. Yeah, exactly, it, which is amazing. Yeah, it really works with the actual sound of the record as well. Exactly, the, the moodiness, the, the, the depressing markiness. nature. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and like, I, I think that the way he kind of, just the way he articulates things is very well, because his lyrics are, are really good. Yeah. But yeah, I, th- I think there's, there's not too much more to say, really, than it's got some some great lyrics, some great hooks, some great the the instrument, the production is correct. so good. Production has always been a one with the weekend. Oh, definitely. Heaven Alangelo, it's like Drake and Forty. Genuinely, genuinely, it, it's so good, and like I said, he talks about all these things. He's got this, his voice is amazing, and he's as he's singing, it's kind of like. There's two sides. You get the pleasure of hearing him and then the stories he's telling. Do you know what I mean? The yeah. stories he's telling, the things he's saying, the, the messages he's conveying. And it's almost out of character how mature it is because he's talking about all these things but in such a way that he's basically saying, don't, just don't. Yeah. I will do it, but don't. That's a theme for a lot of his music. I do it because so you don't have to. Basically. So... Next up, are we gonna go in order? Or do we want to chop uh, and change around? Well, we ca- I think we should do trilogy. We can chop and change around with the rest of them. Okay. But I think we should do trilogy all together. Yeah. By the way, it, I don't know why, but for some reason, Echoes of Sands isn't showing there. Oh. <laughs> it just it got Thursday. Anyway, so uh, next up is Thursday. Yeah. Which is. The coolest of three in terms of uh, art. The, the album cover is amazing. Yeah. Uh, how and the birds part one and two are fucking insane. You don't get you don't get enough two part songs anymore. No, you don't. And Remember it, part two off Life of Pablo. Yeah, Life album. of Pablo done it. Scare! <laughs> it was just a designer song. Ew. Uh, yeah. So what what do you think of Thursday? Uh, it is I think the weakest of the three. Agreed. But it's still solid. It it's okay. It's solid. Yeah, there are songs off it like as I said, the birds part one and two. I love them. Mm-hmm. I do. I do. I get a lot out of them. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it is kind of similar, but a bit weaker. Yeah. I don't know how I to explain it. it. It doesn't have quite the sort of impact and yeah. first timeless that House of Balloons did. And I think that's this the main weakness with this, which even all of his other albums don't really have this. No. Obviously, Trilogy does, because it's a trilogy. Mm-hmm. It's just a bit... Okay, it's good, but it's just more. Yeah. And also, it's another thing that I love about... It's more the same thing. Yeah. yeah. One of the best things about House of Balloons, by the way, is that it's not that long. It's not insanely no. hard. It's easy to listen to. Very easy. Uh, yeah, Thursday is okay. Uh, if For me... House of Balloons, it will always be my favourite of the three. But mm-hmm. Thursday's okay. Thursday's okay. Thursday's okay. It's good. It's, listen to it. It very much, in terms of his discography, works like the Thursday of the actual week. Yeah, know? exactly. Thursday's it's just kind of, like yeah, it's fine, yeah. You know what I mean? You're chilling. Uh, and also worth noting, uh, 
no, not worth noting, but kind of just as a side note, if you heard us talk about house rings or uh, any of these three, just you're better off just taking. Uh, it's a long. This is a big investment, but just Less sit and listen to trilogy. trilogy as a whole. Yeah, it's got extra songs and shit. Blah blah blah. So next up, part three. Yep. Echoes of Silence. Your favourite. This is my favourite of the three. I'll let you lead just, away with it. It's just like House of Balloons is creeping up again in terms of overtaking it. Yeah. But, but the, the, they I'd, all tell like narratives and stuff. Yeah. Side note. Continue. Mm-hmm. Closes out the trilogy really well. Best production of the three, I think. Yeah? Yeah. Juicy J feature as well. Mm. You, you can never go wrong with a Juicy J feature. True he's, that. He's like there's so many artists who are like cheat code features yeah Juicy J's one Ludacris is one 21 Savage is becoming one 21 Savage now Anderson is Anderson Pack has always yeah. been one yeah he's Andre like 3000 Andre 3000 yeah another cheat code definitely yeah. uh, Ty Dolla Sign oh yeah Ty, Ty Dolla Sign's features are amazing, amazing. He's, he's you know he released an album called featuring Ty Dolla Sign where it's he, he pretty much just acted like a feature on 14 of his own songs. That's brilliant. Yeah. That's, I like that. See, that, that's clever, but mm-hmm. I do like artists like 21 Savage that uh, you can consider him an amazing, like, uh, this isn't related because I don't want to talk about rappers from R&B, but yeah. 21 Savage is amazing and to a point where his features are some of the best in the world and his music is amazing. Yeah. Like, he's just cool. Anyway, Echoes of Silence. Echoes of Silence. Nice and moody. It yeah. closes up the trilogy. It does. I have said. It's good. Very good. It's very good. But again, I feel like there's another not... double, another double-sided song on this as well. Mm. Every of all of them have well, the House of Balloons and Echoes of Silence have double-sided songs. And then Birds Part One and Two part kind one of double-sided. Yeah. But kind of like the whole Tyler thing. Every tenth track. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like there's not too much you can say about this yeah. that hasn't been said. Trilogy about. as a whole is like easiest to sum up as a whole yeah. rather than picking out exactly. the individual parts now is there but are we going to I don't know if you can think of it but can you remember which song has the weird lyrics I can't okay you know the one I mean though yes it's on Trilogy isn't it I assume it's on Trilogy unless it's on Kessland but I don't think I'm it's not. well I, I do this is the next album here well right so basically uh, these three mixtapes came out and then he was like he got it released as an album as yeah. a big commercial debut. Then his set kind of it's really his first album, Kissland, came out. Yeah. Which is a very, very it's almost one the most fun of his albums to talk about and the least fun to listen to. Yeah. Because Kissland is effectively a horror film in like a musical, musical form. form yeah. Which is sick. It's got the it's eerie in a similar way, but it sounds distinctively different. Yeah, it's. I find it's a lot. This is him coming off uh, critical acclaim. Yeah. Coming off Drake feature. Yeah. This is him. This is sort of his first sort of. Yeah, and in this the is him taking it by the balls and saying, "I'm gonna do what I want." Yeah. Which is cool, and it almost works. Uh, yeah, it's just it turns out to be just kind of. It's atmospheric okay. in an empty way. Do yeah. you know what I mean? It's missing something. There are great... So, like, prof- uh, is it professional? I love professional. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, is it a, a, a young bit of Drizzy. Kissland, the song itself, yeah. great. But 
Um, I remember really liking Wanderlust as well. Yeah, there were some great songs. There were some dodgy lyrics, but it's kind of it tells this story of like, well, Kiss, the, uh, the way I I think about Kissland is every single time you listen to it, for some reason, it feels like the first listen. Yeah, it does. No, it honestly does. It feels like the first and listen. And one of the, the the biggest things about this album for me is that the narrative's cool as fuck because yeah. it's a narrative of him being on tour. And it's this like two thing he's doing is like the the narratives he turned it into a horror film, which is kind of what he did on his other projects, where he, like uh, almost demonizes himself yeah. for it, which is cool. And it it sounds sick and it's really interesting, but it's just not the one. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It, How it? It does definitely sit towards the bottom half. Definitely, definitely. It, probably the bottom for me. I'd put Thursday above it. Actually, no, I wouldn't. There's one that's below that, but we'll get to it a lot oh, yeah, later. Yeah. Uh, so, next. Next. We've got one of my favourite weekend albums. Yeah, same. Beauty Behind, Beauty the, Behind Madness. the Madness. This is the big, this is part one of the big hitter albums. It is. Can, right, now. There's so many massive songs on this. Yeah. Well, I want to go just, the, I think there is a seven track run at the start yeah. that is like perfect song after perfect song like literally from real life to can't, can't feel, my, feel face. my face it's like amazing it's i like I, I mean shameless is great as well and then yeah you definitely. get the only dud in the album uh earned it, earned it. which are known as we, the 50 shades of gray song we seem to be well i who listens to this it's I, ma- this song is massive right Every, people love it apparently but it's shit it's so bad it's just Land. Why would yeah, you listen it to like, it? It was kind of, one of the good things about the weekends is that he's always had creative control. Yeah, and this feels like he was just told what to. Yeah, make. and it feels the thing like is, stripped away from him. The whole point of this song is it's a sexy song, but it's no, not. It's not. It's not very sexy. <laughs> this at is all. this. Do do not get me. Do not get me wrong. It's the weekend is a, Yeah, the weekend is a sexy man. Mm-hmm. Like he can pull that off amazingly, but it's got some yeah, ugly strings but in the instrumental. He does. As well. It's horrible, man. So yeah. that's the dud for me. That's probably the one of the biggest duds in, in his, his whole discography. Yeah. However, this song has a little bit. He 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 channels his inner Michael Jackson, doesn't he? Yeah. On can't feel my face. Oh, what a great song! It's not only is phenomenal bass yeah, line so as he's, well. The, the songwriter he's up with absolutely smashed it, everything. But the the thing is, not only does he have the woo all this Michael Jacksonism. Yeah. Uh, he does reference this on another song, but. It, this song "Can't Feel My Face" is about taking coke. Yeah, obviously. I think uh, it won uh, an yeah. award. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Didn't this win like something at the Nickelodeon Awards? Yeah, so this song about him taking cocaine won a Nickelodeon's Kids Choice Award. Yeah, that's 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 literally what I was gonna bring up. That's mental, mate. How? I don't know. <laughs> Did I... no one realise what the song was about? I don't know, but I love it. I once read this funny thing that was like, oh, it's not about taking cocaine. It means he smiles so much his face goes numb. No. <laughs> oh, but it's a banger. It's the a bass line. Do, do, do. And then, do, do, do. what I think was probably his biggest song at the time. The Hills. What a good his, song. This was his first number one. Oh, mate, I love it. This was the number Hills. one for two weeks. Also, I'm pretty sure... This has a bunch of remixes. Yeah. The house has so many remixes with massive artists that everyone forgets about. There's a there's an Eminem, Eminem one. one. There's a Nicki Minaj one. 
and I want to say there's a Rihanna one. Yeah, which is mad, but what a great song it's, the hills. The original is. was amazing. The the hills was the hills just... have eyes. The hills have eyes. Which I stand by. I've done it. I think I've said this on the podcast before. I'm gonna say it again. That song has there's parts of it that have a very similar melody to Running Up Black Hill by Kate Bush. Yeah. You pointed, yeah, you yeah, pointed this and out, it's and then so I went back true. and listened to it. Yeah, yeah, it's so true, mate. But just, oh, the production, the, fact the big that fat bass We sit here in. seven years later, and I still get giddy about the hills, and can't feel my face, and often, <laughs> and all this shit. Yeah. The big drop. It, that's a song you can whack on. Bass. Oh, I love it. So good, so good. Basically, this is a great album. Yeah. It even leans into the horror thing slightly. He still mm-hmm. has aspects of it here. But it's just bangers, and it's enjoyable, and yeah. it's a good listen. And arguably, this could be, as we said, this could be a great one to get started with. Yeah. Also, two features on this one. There are three features actually. The, oh, him and Drake had fell out by this point, had they not? Uh, I think they were going their own separate ways. But this was also when Drake was beefing everyone. This yeah. was twenty fifteen. Drake was, Drake wanted the smoke. Yeah. Drizzy was on smoke. Uh, this has Ed Sheeran on it. Yep. Which. <laughs> yeah. Mad, but it's good. It's, it's surprisingly really good. good. Yeah. Uh, it's got Lana Del Rey. Yep. And it's got Labyrinth right at the start. It does, and the song with Labyrinth is Labyrinth, amazing. Yeah. Uh, well. Also, I do want to give another shout out to this song, uh, Acquainted. Yeah. Which is real on and all often. these lessons. Acquainted and often are probably my two favorite. On the they're album. so good. They they're uh, acquainted is stuck in my head at the moment. Yeah. Look at the, uh, the snare at the start. Yeah. Doo, 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 doo. It's so it's cool. So now, uh, the next album was like a rebirth of this man. He turned yeah. flashy. He got the bling. He cut the dreads off. He that did. was the big thing. He cut the dreads off. And he released two songs featuring Daft, Daft Punk. Punk. Hit French house robot duo. Just saying, I really want to do an episode because Daft Punk are. I've got Discovery right there. We could easily do Discovery. I love it so much. Yeah. They're one of the best. Ah, oh, love them. I love Daft Punk. Completely rechanged the world of production. One of the yeah, exactly, and one of the few artists who I I wholeheartedly deem their live albums as just albums like yeah. their live albums are so good and so unique that they are worth listening to like on their own do you know what I mean yeah. like, that's that's rare because live albums do tend to just be songs Yeah. whereas what they did was they'd take songs and mash them up and kill oh, them so it's like actual live sets yeah yeah, yeah. oh no yeah so like this, have you never listened to them I haven't, Mate, I haven't right, gone do you know them. I can't remember the name of it but do you know their third album the one after Discovery I think the uh, one that's a bit mid a little bit Tim Pot oh what's the name yet um, it's gonna, is it the one with like technological on it? Aye. Oh, what is it? Homework uh, Discovery, I'm... then. It's not, it's before Random Access. 2000, memories. it is. 2004, I think. 2000. Uh, was it After Discovery? Yeah. Uh, Alive 1997? Or. Uh, no, no, they're live. Human After, Human After All 2005. Uh, so it's a bit bare bones. Yeah, but they they map they play the songs off that with things from other songs and it's so fucking good. Anywho, yeah, start. I'm a motherfucking Starboy. So this album comes out with smash singles. Starboy number one, great uh, song. The production makes me cream. I the feel lyrics it coming. Of, the, 
the better one. Yeah. I feel it coming is like undeniably the better. Both are great, but, but yeah. There are songs on this album, like, so this is a very interesting one. It's very flashy, it's very bright. The album cover kind of summarizes it perfectly. So, Starboy, banger, Party Monster's brilliant. But then you get songs like False Alarm, which I love. False Alarm's False good. False Alarm! Where he does, it's almost like he's pretending to be like a shitty rock singer in that yeah. song. Do you know what I mean? You get Stargirl interludes. Sidewalks with Mr. Lamar. Well, I was going to... Mr. Duckworth. We'll get to that in a second, because that song's worth talking about properly. Uh, Beautiful before that, Stargirl interludes amazing. Yeah. I love that. Uh, it's well, him Lana and Del Lana Rey. Del Rey just being like... Well, basically, she's saying he's going to fuck her, but, like, <laughs> it's good. <laughs> My back arched like a cat, I believe, is one of the lyrics. Uh, banger, though. It's a great song. It's, it's so good. Um, then you get Sidewalks, as we said, with Mr. Mr. Ducky. Kendrock Lomman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with who? Uh, say, say, say. Say, say, say. That's the thing he says a lot in this song. Uh, it's just, it's really cool. His his lyrics are amazing. His flow is really good. I love Kendrick Lamar. Uh, he it wants doesn't. to rock. He really does. He just wants to rock. I want to rock. I want to rock. Nah, that's fucking Burnout Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> but then, I don't know. This is just, see, Starboy's a really good album. But a lot of people aren't as keen on it. Yeah. Say that there's quite I a lot. I think of... the one thing about this is it's long and, and homogenized. And it creates quite a bit of filler. It does. It's very homogenized. Like you get to a point where you get past, like you get to the kind of middle songs and mm-hmm. it's like, oh. Do stick around for a, a future verse now. Yeah. You do stick around for a future verse. You do. Should we talk about the future verse? I do like the future verse. It's, yeah. It's not one of my favorite features from one, but it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Good album. Yeah. I'd say that it, it's very accessible. There are some cold hard bangers. It, it's mm-hmm. fun to listen to. Yeah. So next one though, are we going to well, talk so, about it? Well, so after this album, right, I think critically Starboy was... Pro- I don't know, but I assume it wasn't amazingly received because of the filler and stuff. Well, I'm pretty... Didn't he win quite a lot of Grammys for it? Was the, probably, but I think that, he it did Grammys have hits. Yeah, but he had hits, so... Yeah. Grammys are fucked, man. Yeah. Then, after this, he released, I think it's technically an EP, isn't it? It is an EP. It's only five songs. Uh, it's also probably... Yeah. Anyway, it's my least favourite project. It's six songs. It's my six least favourite project of his by A Country Mile. Yeah. My Dear Melancholy, which is yeah, just a load yeah. of songs about breaks-ups. Call out my name! It's got Call Out My Name, which was also a massive hit. Which is fine. Yeah. I don't actually dislike that song. also Wasted Times, which is starting to pick up a lot of streams and attraction again. Yeah, weird. Yeah. Call Out My Name is the one that I kind of get why it's big yeah the other ones are just it's just him I, I feel like this it's was more it's got who's yeah. just uh, I don't I don't love him as a producer compared to Elangelo and I'm glad he went back to Elangelo after after this yeah well he was too high for this no I'm just I think that this album it's releases of not to comment on someone else's like health and stuff but it almost comes across as he made it for his sake instead yeah. of to be a good like to be a he just kind of wanted yeah to he have wants to get he almost wrote these songs and wanted to out. get them yeah yeah which that's fair I do remember this uh, project on Twitter because uh, this dropped the same day as Rich the Kid dropped his debut album and I seen way too many tweets saying that Rich the Kid had a more worthwhile project yeah which is which is strange looking back on it now yeah that's weird isn't it Plug Walk is still a good song though. Yeah, 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 I back it, I back it. So, next up, we've got... After Hours. Uh, 
Oh my god, this is so... After Hours is so good. It's insane. It might genuinely be my favourite. You see, if it wasn't for um, House of Balloons, I'd probably have to agree. Or maybe Beauty Behind oh, the Balloons. But, you know, the, I'll have to admit, when, when the next album came out after this, I was... Every, I genuinely thought that one was better. Yeah. But I don't know. Nah, I, I've always preferred this one. After Hours has so much going for it. It's the production... The concept, the, the songwriting, concepts, just the hits, yeah, the big hits, the performances, yeah, oh. the atmosphere. Uh, there's like a, there was a video I was watching the other day where the song "Too Late," which is one of my favorites on the mm. album, uh, and it's Elangelo, the producer. You know that sort of last sort of like fifteen twenty seconds of outros where it's got that sort of synth that kind of. It's got that sort of like clockwork sort of pattern rhythm mm. to it, and then just the big destroyed bass. It's just an hour of him doing all of that, huh. but there's like so many different ambience and like different textures and atmospheres that you pick yeah. up on listening to it again. Oh, it's so good. This is one of them albums that you almost need a good pair of headphones. Yeah, like we've got pretty good ones for what we do. Yeah, but like you, a good pair of headphones in this album is amazing. This is just a great musical experience. It is. I mean, I don't even know what to say. I, I do think one it probably the, is. One of the biggest songs of all time. Ooh, I'm blinded by the lights. I'm blinded by the And it's so good. It's so. It's still. It's still like amazing. It came out three years ago, In and fact, I'm still not tired of it. If you look at all the hits on this album, like Heartless. Yeah. Oh, Heartless. Save your tears. Heartless with a Metro booming beat. Yeah, save your tears as well. The the kind save of save your the, tears. Honestly, is amazing. this is the thing. Come on. This uh, this is how good this album is. Save your tears is arguably the worst track in the album. I, can, I think. Yeah, I think the Ariana Grande remix helps it. I I don't agree there, but I see what you mean. Like it could be, which is mental. Like because it's that yeah. good. It, great yeah, song. Great, great song. song. Uh, hardest to love. Great song. The drum and bass pattern on it, so good. Oh, just all of it alone the again. The title track. Yeah. The title track, the big seven minute long yeah. hitter. And then, alone again. Alone again. Hardest great. to love. Scared to live. Bangers, uh, man. Just, I'll tell you what. Just, just listen to it. Like, I do think this is probably the one you should get into and with. One, just spin for, it. Like the new era. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just listen to it. This, this one's. Well, it's fantastic. he is kind of in errors. So you have got the trilogy, then Kissland kind of them together then you've got and the whole imagery with yeah. this album as well with the tuck suit and the yeah. sort of blooded up yeah and then then this album big 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 banger big big, big bang. banger big banger then yeah the deluxe version no. yeah uh, no then you had uh, a song that I love come out Take My Breath the original song see I, I never it. I never understood why it came out no because it came yeah. out so much longer before the album was even announced. Yeah, agreed. But then, at the same time, I didn't understand why it didn't hit more. Yeah, it, it just... it didn't. I think the reason it didn't hit more is simply because the fact that both Save Your Tears and Blind Alliance were still on the radio and yeah. still like, in the top tens. Yeah, I said So if you'd so, released it at a different time, it might have... Maybe closer to the album, but... Yeah, because it, it was a big... It was like almost a year, wasn't it? Yeah. And then... But it appears on Don FM as an extended version. It does. And I think the fact that we I heard the song 
so long ago before like the project came out. I I liked it, but I didn't love it like the same way I loved a lot of the tracks on After Hours. But the extended remake just made me enjoy the song so much more. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's it is very good. Dawn FM though. Dawn FM. Good album. This is newest album. It's came a out solid this album. Year. It did. January. Mm-hmm. Oh, what the fuck? It was that long ago. Yeah. Good album. It's got some weird ass features. It's got it's Jim got Carrey. Two. Yeah. Got Tyler the Creator. It's got Lil Wayne. Yeah. Now, how how insane is this? It's got my two pretty much favorite two favorite rappers. rappers, and I don't care for either of them on this album. I like the Wayne song. I do like the Wayne song. The Wayne song's a lot better than the Tyler. The Tyler song's boring. Yeah. Well, the Tyler part's boring. Yeah. I like the rest of it. But no, it's a good album. You've got so Don FM's believe it or not meant to be a radio station. Mm-hmm. Gasoline. He he. Gasoline. He attempts a lot more on this album, doesn't he? Gasoline has these weird, like, how do you he describe got back, it? He got back into his experimental phase. Yeah. The production's amazing. Like, this weird yeah. vocal inflection thing going on. It's really sick. Mm-hmm. That just also reminded me I need to listen to Wyland again. The Wyland album. I've still not heard it. Oh, it's, I really love that. That's another synth pop. Yeah. sort of spin-off and he does loads of those really weird vocals yeah I'll have to get on it man yeah but yeah so I, d- I don't know what to say but Don't FM it just it's good. good it is very good he experiments a bit more it's similar because After Hours is very Jim. yes what a way to close uh, an it's, album After Hours is very synthy this is kind of less so but mm-hmm. still similar vein yeah I, less I 80s do, yeah I do think that's the reason I prefer After Hours After Hours is very 80s isn't it yeah, but it's, it, it, it's like future eighties. Yeah, like that. F- they it's future like, lean. It's like a modern take on. Oh yeah, the it's old not. When I said eighties, it doesn't sound like it. It clearly isn't. Like, but it's got like a, a bunch lot of, of a bunch of like some of the eighties sort of big hit songs. Just seemed like they were Never just doing. Gave you up. Just said no, like the eighties songs that are coming out now yeah yeah okay, just yeah. seem like they're all only going for nostalgia yeah whereas, whereas the weekend done it for like the actual aesthetic of it yeah and i think that's what makes it so much better yeah because it doesn't sound like it's 80s music rip-offs. yeah it doesn't sound like it's 80s music it feels like it yeah i mean like it sounds fresh and clean and well produced and expensive yeah but it feels like nostalgic and almost like something that you can listen to it even now when it's still pretty much new yeah you can listen to it through a lens of like reflection do you know what i mean like man's got these shady glasses on and he's like oh i remember i was rocking the 80s you know what well, I, mean? I was there that's my music <laughs> northern, northern soul. soul keep the faith mate keep the faith keep the faith there we go the weekend the weekend so your favorite project is uh i'm gonna go after hours I'm going to go House of Balloons, top five songs. Uh, Acquainted from Beauty Behind the Madness. Nice. Uh, Glass Table Girls from Echoes of... Not Echoes of Science. House of uh, Balloons? From House of Balloons, yeah. Uh, Hardest to Love from After Hours. I Feel It Coming from Starboy. I Feel It Coming. And I'll double down, I'll go for a big hitter. I'll go for out of the big hitters. I'll go the house. Also from Beauty Behind the Madness. Right, you ready for mine? Yep. High for this. 
off House of Balloons. Yeah. False Alarm from Starboy. I feel it coming. Yeah. Also from Starboy. Oh, from Starboy. Often from Beauty from, Behind I the Madness. I was close to saying often as well. And Blind and Light. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh no. Wait. No. No, no, There's no, no, so no, no, many no. you can pick from... Uh, oh, I want to say Blinding Light is the one that obviously comes to my head. And I'm gonna just going to say Blinding Light. Yeah. Yeah, Blinding Light. Blinding Lights could also share a place for, like, Heartless. Yeah, it could share... It could be... Yeah, exactly. That Heartless was the one I was debating. But Heartless like, is amazing. Yeah. There you go. So if you've never delved into the weekend beyond kind of radio play and stuff, do it. You even, get a lot out of it. listening to him on radio play you still get a lot out of him yeah, exactly. more than you do with Most a bunch artists. of other artists because he manages to cross line between catchy and accessible and yeah. artistic yeah yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so there we go the mad sounds is back after a two young bit of a two week hiatus we, pro- we promise we won't be gone for too long like we say every time a week uh, we'll see you next year yeah yeah. It's been nice knowing you all. Love you all. Go listen to the weekend. Let us know what you think. If you like, oh, I don't listen to that music. I can't do that. Shut yeah, up. if you're one of them that's like, oh, I don't listen to that music. I like guitars and snare drums and high toms. I don't listen something. to music that's on the radio because I think too highly of myself, and I must yeah. listen to obscure artists. This underground band that I love and you've never heard of. They're called the Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> they're called Tame Impala. Did you know it's, it's actually just what, one guy? It's actually, it's yeah. actually just uh, one guy. So the, our, our little task to you all is to grow up and try listening to different things. Listen to radio music, stream Lady Gaga. Well, listen to Olivia just, Rodrigo. Just listen to everything. It's so much better. Yeah. You Because it, you actually, like, even just if you want to be really, like, plastic, people think you're cool if you sit and you'll put your playlist on and you'll be sat listening to, like, head splattered in seven ways one second and then blinding light and then like the third track off pavement's last album or some shit do you know what i mean yeah. like it, it just it's better and for you I as well because listen to mongolians yeah exactly noise. if you want to listen to the who the mongolian not the who the who like the mongolian throat singing band there, olivia rodrigo just get into shit the weekend's a good place to start yep it is broaden your horizons one gentlemen. of the many few artists who have fallen into the great genre of non-hip-hop Yes, not pop. Not pop. My favourite not pop artist. Able Tess. Uh, Thank you all for listening. Love you all. Good night. <laughs>